Hello lovelies. Welcome to episode two of my wonderful clusterfuck life. Thank you so much who listened to the first episode and thank you so much to those who reached out to me and told me they enjoyed it and that it helped them and it just means so much to me because like I said I have been wanting to do this for a while now so the fact that y'all enjoyed it and that you're wanting more it means so so very much to me so I hope you continue listening tell your friends and I look forward to giving you more entertainment and more insight info so thank you thank you thank you I hope everyone had a great week mine was good I didn't sleep very well which was kind of hard for me because sleep is a beautiful thing and I don't sleep much as it is during the week because my alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning every single day. And three out of those five days, I go to the gym first thing in the morning because I work out so much better in the morning than I do after work because I basically work out people for a living. So the last thing I want to do is go work out myself after a long day of work. And also, fun fact, I commute a pretty long way compared to your average person. It takes me, on a good day, without any Houston traffic, about an hour and ten minutes to get to work. And about an hour and a half or so coming home from work. So, I'm very tired at the end of the day. Um, I actually did move closer to work back in 2016 and I was, I was five minutes from work and that was very nice. But in 2017, Hurricane Harvey flooded my apartment. So I was forced to move back home, which honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because I was paying over a grand for my rent in my apartment. Houston rent is ridiculous. So I'm honestly much happier being back home and I'm saving more money than I would have if I was still paying that ridiculous rent. And it's not terrible. People think, oh my God, you drive so far. Are you crazy? No, I'm not. I am not married. I don't have any kids. So I'm able to do it right now. And I don't mind driving, you know, after a long day at work, it's nice to just drive and decompress, listen to music, and just let everything go before you get home. So it's not terrible, and I'm just thankful that I can do it right now and that I have a job. So that is why I don't sleep much, y'all. So on the weekends, like today's Saturday, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't plan on leaving my couch at all this weekend. So, I am going to use the weekends to just relax and get my brain back in order and do it all over again on Monday. So, I'm not mad about it. So, today's episode, it is going to be a juicy one, y'all. I did a poll on Instagram and y'all voted and... Ultimate fuckboy won the poll. So that is what today is going to be about. 
I honestly hope I don't have to tell this story ever again. I usually tell it a lot, especially in the dating world. Not anymore. But I felt like I had to tell people this story for them to understand why I'm a little bit crazy and why I have a wall up. And you will all understand once you hear this story. But this this man, he essentially broke me. And he will swear up and down to this day that he did no such thing to me, which, okay. But, um, yeah, he... He fucked me up pretty badly. So let's spill the tea on this motherfucker, shall we? (laughs) I don't think he listens to this. And if he does, fuck him. So let's carry on, shall we? All right. So I have done all my dating online, even before it was as popular as it is now. I was on an app called Plenty of Fish. (laughs) I don't even know if that's around anymore, but that's where I started. And that is just what I did to find a partner. Because like I said, I don't go out. I don't go to bars. That's not my scene. So online is was my comfort zone, I guess. And that is where I tried to find someone for me. So I'm pretty sure he reached out to me first. He seemed very charming and kind. He asked a lot of questions about me, and he tried to get to know me, which I found attractive, because what more could I have asked for when trying to find someone? I believe we immediately started texting. We had a good connection as far as texting goes, and I was very much interested in this man. And I remember we like compared zodiac signs and he was a Pisces and I'm a Cancer and they were compatible as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, so stupid, but I remember that was a conversation we had and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so special." <laughs> it was so dumb. But um a little about him. He is your typical alpha male. I always said, you know, he acts like he's God's gift to the world. He was tall and handsome, a successful engineer. He went to A&M, which I think that's where my hatred for the Aggies stemmed from. Go Tigers, LSU all day. (laughs) He loved to throw the fact around that he made six figures, which if you know me, you know money doesn't phase me. Um, I make my own money, but um, you know, congratulations to you, sir. I'm glad you do that for yourself. So whatever. He loves trucks. He loved his dog. I always jokingly said, I think this man would probably fuck his truck or his dog if he could. Because that seemed like that's all he cared about. (laughs) And, you know, he seemed like he had it all together. And that is what appealed to me. And he was also showing interest in me, which 
What more could I have asked for? Little did I know he was going to be a snake in the grass. So let's go to the first date. Um, I say date very loosely because it wasn't your typical date. He invited me over to his house to hang out. And that is what I did. I didn't see a problem with it at the time because I just really wanted to meet this man and see what he was about. So we really didn't do much. I believe we pretty much just sat on his couch, probably watched TV and just talked and got to know each other. I did spend the night and we did have sex. I'm just putting that out there. You know, we're adults. We were two consenting adults, and that is what happened. Who cares? Everyone's an adult. Do what you wish, you know? So after that night, I we hung out several other times, and it was always at his house. He never took me on a date. We never did anything, you know, out in the public. It was always, hey, come over to my house. Let's hang out. Which, again, I didn't really care because I was just very interested in this man. And I was hoping he would stick around. Um, It did start to get a little sketchy. And this is where I feel like the manipulation began. He would go several days, maybe even a week or so, without texting me or if I would text him he would not respond which is if you're a woman or a man even and someone you're very interested in is not texting you back that's a scary feeling because it's like oh my god what did I do where are they and he would then you know randomly text me and uh like nothing was wrong he would just be like hey come over and I would I would drop everything for this man and drive an hour to his house to hang out. And I was willing to do that for him because I was so interested in him. So I did what I did. Little fun fact, he was obsessed or what seemed like to be obsessed with my body, specifically my ass which I'm a typical woman. I don't see myself like that. I always say, well, you know, my face is aight, but my body needs Jesus. But I liked the attention that he was giving me. I was like, well, okay. I mean, he likes what he sees. That's, that's cool. But he always asked for very specific pictures of me. And, you know, your typical dude, they ask for nudes. I know that, whatever, but he, like I said, he wanted very specific pictures, mainly of my ass. He wanted like certain positions, certain angles, and I obliged because I wanted him to like me. And if I would send the picture and it wasn't up to his standards, he would ask me to take it again. He's like, oh no, do it this way, you know, angle this higher, do this, do that. And even though I really didn't want to do it, I did it because I thought maybe if I gave him what he wanted, he would give me what I wanted, which was 
you know, his attention, a relationship, something. Because in all this fuckery, all the times that I met up with him, there was no talk of a relationship or what the intentions were. Nothing. Nothing at all. And this was starting to raise a red flag for me. So before we carry on, let's talk about one of our sponsors for this podcast. Okay, so let's fast forward maybe a year or so. He moved about three hours away. And we still texted. He tried to make plans with me. He said he wanted to meet up with me, blah, blah, blah. Which, by the way, that never happened. And I continued talking to him because I was I was still interested. I wanted to see what he was about. I feel like we never had a fair shot at anything. So I stuck around. And... His text would get even more sketchy, ghosting, I guess you could say. He would go longer without talking to me. It would be several weeks, maybe even a month or two of not hearing from him. And then he'd pop back up like nothing happened. And he would ask for pictures. I would send them. He would thank me, and then the text would just kind of slowly start to fizzle. Like, he would start talking to me less and less and less. And this was the pattern that went on for years, I guess you could say. he pop up, ask for pictures. I would send him. He would thank me. Ghost. Literally, I can't tell you how many times I did this. And I feel so stupid now because I can't believe I allowed myself to do this. But I was so manipulated that I didn't know any better. You know, I I really liked this man, or at least I thought I did. And... He had total control over me, but I always knew that he would come back because of just the pattern that was happening, you know. I thrived off of knowing, well, okay, he's not talking to me now, but he'll be back, you know. It's just a matter of time before I'll get a text from him, and as soon as I would see his name pop up on my phone, I just... I would just light up and and probably not in a good way. It's just because I was so controlled. I was that was the excitement for me. But this like I said, this pattern continued for a very long time. He made me weak. He made me so very much weak and that that is a scary thought. I mean, I felt like I was losing my mind sometimes and it's it's scary I remember little fun fact here he mailed me an almost $300 vibrator I know because I looked it up (laughs) and he wanted me to use it and video myself using it and send him the videos which 
I sadly did. And I know you're probably thinking, well, damn, he sent you this nice-ass vibrator. What's the problem? Well, it will become more important later on in this story. So, I was getting very much annoyed. Something was not right, and I knew deep down something was not right. So, I put on my FBI hat, and I went to Snoop City, bitch. I looked through his Facebook, and long story short, I found out he very much had a girlfriend. And I was pissed. I was so... I couldn't believe it. Well, like I said, deep down, I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't believe it was this. Like, it just blew my mind. So, what I did, I told him that his girlfriend messaged me asking me who I was and how I knew him. So, I had not I had not done this. I just lied and told him I did because I wanted to see what he would do. And he ended up calling her and I'm assuming he asked her about this non-existent message and she had no idea what he was talking about. So he blew up on me. He told me I was crazy, that I was a loser, that I was worthless, and he called me a fat bitch to top it all off. He called me fat a lot. For someone who wanted all these goddamn pictures of me, he loved to throw the fat card around, which is just shows you what kind of man he is, right? But he threw his little hissy fit, and then he just stopped talking to me. So let's fast forward probably several months after that. I get an email from him because I'm assuming he deleted my number. And he apologized for what he said. He said that he was just mad because he got caught. He said it took him, it took a lot of pride for him to apologize to me because obviously he doesn't come off as the type of guy who would apologize for anything, but he did. So guess who forgave him? I did. Because also he told me he was single. So I was like, all right, let's let's give him a shot again. Because again, I was still very much in control and manipulated by this man. So patterns started again. Pictures. I would send them. He would ghost me. The pattern continued. And I allowed him to do it. Every time he did it, I would say, well, maybe he's going to change this time. Maybe this is the time. Maybe he will actually see me this time. And he never did. I was making up excuses for this man over and over again. And I was driving myself insane. So something wasn't right. And I knew that. So, I started snooping again. Long story short, found out he was certainly not single. He had never broken up with this girl. And I was just so devastated. I couldn't believe it. And a part of me was like, what does this girl have that I don't? Why 
Why is he trying to pursue me but be with her? I don't understand. So this time, I decided to message the girlfriend. And I know you hear this all the time, you know, guys cheating on their girlfriends or vice versa. And whether or not you should message the girlfriend or boyfriend. And a lot of people say, oh, don't message the girlfriend. She didn't know. It's not her fault. Well, I am a firm believer in doing it. Because if my man was out here being shady, cheating on me, I would want to know. So I'm not over here looking like a darn fool. So I decided to message her. And I was not rude. I came at her very respectfully, you know, woman to woman. I basically said, hey, your guy is talking to me. He has been talking to me. He said he's single. I even had screenshots, okay, of the conversation. So I had point blank proof of the fact that this man was cheating. Well, Depends what your version of cheating is. I think cheating is anything sketchy that you're doing behind your significant other's back that they would not like. So even though he wasn't physically cheating with me, I still consider it cheating. And I think a lot of people would agree with me. But I had screenshots of our conversations and what he was saying. And she never replied to me. She actually blocked me. From every social platform out there that I was on. And she took his side. Essentially, she took his side. I don't know if she ever believed me or if he ever admitted to what he did. But she took his side. And they are very much still together. And they are actually getting married, I believe. And, you know, a part of me thinks this girl is crazy. But then again, I'm like, this poor girl is probably just as manipulated as I was, you know. And I actually had a conversation with an ex-friend of hers who reached out to me and we discussed this whole situation. And I remember her telling me that, This girl, she's like a tomboy and she's one of the guys and very independent. But with him, she plays Susie Housewife. She cooks for him. She cleans for him and just acts totally different different around him. And that that makes me so sad because she is, I don't know. I don't know their life, but I personally could not be with someone who did that to me because I feel like I would always have trust issues. I would always feel like I needed to check up on what they were doing and that is not the type of relationship I want. And maybe they're good now. Maybe she totally forgave him. Maybe he is totally about her. I don't know because he has messaged me on a certain social platform and uh, he just said hey what's up you know it would be a simple message like that and 
I would ask him what he wanted, and he would say that he just wanted to say hi. And I don't understand why. Like, if if you think I did this awful thing by calling you out, why are you still messaging me? Like, what do you want? And I think a part of me would love an apology from this man, but I'm not holding my breath. But I think it would be good for him to finally admit to himself what he did was wrong. Because, like I said earlier, I've asked him before. I've said, you know, do you feel sorry for what you did to me? Like, is there any guilt in your heart for what you did to me? And he said no. And can someone be that evil and unforgiving? I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe so. I I label him as a sociopath. I'm not a doctor, but that's just what it seems like to me. Um, this man saw me as a toy. He wanted to, quote unquote, play with me and then put me away and use me again when he was ready. He wanted his cake and eat it too. He... I feel like he wanted the physical type of relationship from me. I think he wasn't getting something fulfilled in his current relationship. But he wanted the, you know, mental and type of relationship that he has now. You know, someone he can wife up, essentially. But he said he couldn't see him and I being in a relationship. He said, we have good chemistry. But he said he could never date me. And that that broke my heart when he told me that. And made me feel really, really dirty almost and gross. Like, he saw me as this physical thing but I wasn't worth it to be in an actual relationship with and oh that just that crushed me because I know what I have to offer someone I know I'm a good woman and I I would never lower myself to just be someone's physical thing I could never I could never stoop that low And that is what he was expecting me to do. He wanted his cake and eat it too. And I was not willing to do that for someone. So to think that I was willing to settle for someone like that makes me absolutely sick. It is not what I deserve. And I look at the man I'm with today And I thank God for him because without him, I don't think I would have known what true love was and what I deserve to be treated like. And I'm just so thankful for having that now. And to think that there's men and women out there in situations like this, it hurts my heart because there are people out there that just don't know their worth and... uh, I just, you got to pray for him. 
you know, you got to pray that they see the light like I did. I literally put myself through hell and back. But in the end, I I realized that he wasn't shit. <laughs> and the day I let him go, I remember because I talked about it with him. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be with you in that way. I really don't. I said, I hope you find your happiness. And I hope I find mine. And that was the day I think I saw him break. Because he usually has to have the final say. And he didn't have anything to say when I told him that I didn't want to be with him in that way. And that was the best feeling ever. When I admitted to myself that I didn't want to be with him. Because I believed it this time. I knew in my heart that I did not want to be with him. So never settle. If someone is treating you like garbage, please know your worth. Because you are so much better than what someone like that is willing to give you. Now was that some hot tea or what, y'all? That motherfucker almost destroyed me. And I'm not even being extra about it. I actually had to speak to a therapist about this man. Because I thought I was going insane. But oh my goodness. I am in such a better place now. I am probably the happiest I have ever been. I just had to put myself through an absolute shitstorm to realize that. But, oh, I have, I have me a good, good ass man in my life now. And God, I am just, I'm so blessed and thankful for him. And I can't imagine being with anyone else. So, oh, know your worth, guys. Seriously, your person is out there. I promise you don't give up hope. So as awful as this story was, I have several more terrible dating stories. I just figured I'd go balls out and do the worst one first. Because this man literally planted the seed for my fucked up mental health. Especially when it comes to dating. (laughs) So please tell your friends about this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Shoot me any ideas you have about topics of things you want me to talk about. I'm really liking the Instagram poll, so I'll probably be posting a couple topics there. And you can vote on which one you want to hear. Follow me on Instagram, EmilyB2010. Follow me at Twitter, at MEB2010. And I will link those in the description below. Thank you, thank you so much for your support. And I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Bye, guys.